are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and online at fanstreamsports.com. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. And you can email us, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. Uh, this episode of the Locked on Rays podcast is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and join us, I believe, this Friday during uh, the Rays home opener uh, to get in on the action. Locker Room changing the way we talk sports. Another clunker, Ulysses. A 9-2 loss at the hands of the Boston Red Sox and a sweep at the hands of of the Boston Red Sox. So um, on the, the positive note, uh, at least for a little bit, we won't have to see any more Green Monster, Christian Vazquez, uh, J.D. Martinez, etc. cetera. But uh, I'm actually glad that I didn't watch a single bit of this game. I just watched the highlights. I was at the doctor's office, uh, which is probably a better place to be than having to watch what was uh, apparently a monstrosity yesterday. Well, I'll tell you, I, I did watch it. And boy, you know, I think... On Monday, I said, good teams have about seven clunkers a season. Can we say that the Rays have had three already? <laughs> like, I mean, uh, but before I start bashing, because I am about to bash, I do want to make a big point here, which I know that we've talked about this privately. Six games in a 162-game season is less than 4%, people. Nothing has happened. Nothing has actually happened. Having said that, that's 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 the uh, the warning sign. Okay. I'll, yeah. I'll let's keep this in mind before you go on your rant and rampage here. Let's note that the right. Rays also began last season's amazing, amazing season with an zero and five trip on the road. And also, let's look at the ALE standings. It's the Orioles at the top at four and two. Everybody else is three and three. And the Rays are two and four. I'd be more concerned if this was the AL West, perhaps, where you have Houston, who is a contender for that division at five and one. If you're an Oakland A's fan right now, you're probably panicking much more because you're one and six. And then you've got other teams like the Angels that are up there where there's that five game disparity in that division, as opposed to the AL East. Everybody's cluttered in together and the Orioles aren't going to stay at the top for much longer, I don't. That's how meaningless it is right now. Yeah. If you look at the ALE standings, this is how meaningless it is that uh, it's only it's only been six games. So th- th- let's keep this in mind. However, and then this is when the bashing will commence. They have looked flat. They have looked sloppy, not only with their bats, not only with the pitching, not only with the defense, it's, it's, not only with the managerial decision at times, everything has been incredibly sloppy since Saturday. I do not know the reason, uh, but, but they have just looked unlike the team that went to the World Series last year. It, it's, it's just flat all around. I don't know what you can do to kind of better it, but it has to come sooner than later. Again, six games only, but 
what was the bright spot in 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 in, in that last game? Really, I want to know what the bright spot okay, was. Okay, I'll give you a couple. Second. Look, I, I try to be the glass half full guy. Uh, Colin McHugh working three scoreless innings. There we go. That's one. Satsugo and Mejia continuing in on the action, hitting the ball the other way. That's about it, I guess. Randy, what I thought was a good catch in foul territory. What, they not rule that a, a catch oh, or whatever? I, which, I mean, I, seriously, what, what is going on with these replays? And they, they can't even get that right after the reviews. It's, it's really amazing what is happening inside it, Fenway it, Park the last three games. And people complain about the trop and everything yeah. that happens there. Like, let's Are go Are you kidding here. me? No, and, and that, I mean, if you can't call Randy's a catch, how can you call the catch when it hits the monster with audio and visual footage? No, it, it's it's incredible. It's it's rather incredible that MLB can get away with 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 that sort of stuff. But yeah, I mean, yeah, okay, Mejia. I think he has been a bright spot throughout this whole season. I also think that. Yoshi getting a little bit hot, you know, a quote unquote. Is oh, Randy riding a five game hitting streak. There you go. That That's like okay. three or four things right there. But my goodness. Uh, yeah, it, it's, it's really, you know, finding for, for good things. And you shouldn't be finding, trying so hard to find good things about this team. It should just be obvious. And uh, yeah, that Wednesday game was, you know, Again, it started off nicely. Yarbrough was working pretty good for the last, for the, I would say the first four innings, three, two thirds, almost, almost the fourth inning. You know, he, he, he's going to let in runs. He's not perfect. So I'm okay right. with the first three runs that, that were scored upon. Christian Vasquez is just the, the, the race killer now. Oh my, my goodness. Gosh. He's on my fantasy team. And so I'm kind of mixed feelings about that. But the way, like, it, it's like adult softball out there with the way he's crushing things out there. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, anything else, anything else from your synopsis that, you know, yes, what's grinding your gears here? Willie Adam is making poor throws to first again. There wow. We go. You really can. We, we've really been friends for a long time. Yes. Willie Adamas. My goodness, my man, can you just practice routine grounders and then throw the first to the chest? I, you're a professional yes. ball player. You're killing me, Willie. You're killing me. Just throw the damn ball to his chest. In like, do, do you really need to be in the playoffs to make great throws? Do, 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 the, do the brightest lights need to be shining on Willie in order for him to just be the, the, the good defender that his reputation has preceded him? Dude, routine grounders to shortstop. I'd rather have a Ben Zobris. I'd rather have a, 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 a no chrome guy yeah a joey wendell like a guy that is not going to make the spectacular play but 99.99 percent of the routine stuff which is hello most of the things that happen at shortstop you should be able to make those plays and, and you know that yoshi is not a regular first baseman either right. try to help them out a little bit i don't even know if if choi would stop that ball like that wasn't even close and that was the most routine as routine as routine gets there and again what honestly what the if adamas is going to misfire like that especially with a guy of Sutsugo's size and most first baseman size if you're going to miss miss up miss 2 3 feet over my head don't miss down right. in a way or down where i've got to bend over and i'm Sutsugo's size or any you know 99% of first basements it's not as easy and as quick to do that as a taller, bigger gentleman there. Uh, it's funny you, we, we mentioned Adamus because we get an email here from uh, Darren 
either Hebert or Hybert. Um, either way, Darren says, uh, since there is no indication that COVID spreads outdoors, if my information is correct, I don't know, quite frankly. Uh, how do we feel about Adamus wearing a neck gaitered playing shortstop? I wear one of those, but if I had to play ball, it would certainly be detrimental to my play. Also, if he continues to struggle, will we see walls or wander sooner than expected? I know you guys love it when fans clamor for Franco. Thanks for reading. <laughs> Been enjoying the show. Well, oh, thank boy. you, Darren. Um, look, I, yeah, thank you for that little wander and Taylor Walls. No, I, I, I don't think that, again, if we go back to the warning, only six games. So you, you hope yeah. that his defense is going to get better as it progresses. But yeah, I, I, yeah, no, I don't think that's like saying, uh, you know, that Chris Archer's hair, you know, with the hat was a yeah. whole thing of him having a bad season. Now, I really don't think that that's going to be the reason why uh, I just honestly think that he might have done it not for COVID reasons, but because he was super, super cold. I mean, yeah. he looked like he was just not comfortable. That's the thing. And that might play into it too, a little bit, honestly, those neck gaiters and even wearing a mask out in the cold, it keeps you warm. It keeps your face warm. Yeah. It's funny. I went on a golf outing uh, a couple of weeks ago when there was that kind of last cold front or one of the last cold fronts in Tampa. And one of the guys I was playing with, he wore the neck gaiter the entire round. And it wasn't because of COVID because the minute you go into this clubhouse, he takes it off because there wasn't a mask made. So he was, right. it keeps you, a, it's, it's a little buffer. It does. It's a little windbreaker for your face there with that. Uh, you know, it's funny because he brings up, th this is a, a great point by Darren. So here, just uh, indulge me for a second. Say the race today brought up okay. Wander Franco and said, okay, Wander, you're going to be playing every day at third alongside Willie Adamas. Adamas, you're going to be playing every day. We expect you. You guys are going to play and stay healthy for the next 150 games. Uh, they each get the same amount of that bat, so forth. Who do you think today or the rest of this year would have a higher OPS? Would it be Willie Adamas or Wander Franco at what, 20 years old, just playing, hasn't played above a ball and he gets the call right now to the big leagues. Oh man. I think it's a lot of pressure to, to ask Ooh. Wander to, to have an OPS higher than a guy that's, you know, okay. I think established is a correct word for Willie, right? right? coming up 2018, full season 19, 2020. Like, he's established. Every, you know, if you follow baseball, you know who Willie Adamas is. Right. I think it would be difficult to ask a, a what, a 20-year-old that's never seen anything higher than double A uh, in, in a professional setting. Yeah, you know, spring training, okay, sure. But it's not the same. I mean, it's yeah. not the same when you're playing six six inning games, you know. So, to answer the question, no, I don't, I don't think so. Maybe, maybe, right? I mean, it would be very exciting if you were able to do that, but does that speak higher about Wander's ability if he's able to do that? Or does, does that speak kind of negatively about Willie's abilities and not being able to post a higher OPS? Yeah. Uh, Willie's OPS last season was 813. 813, there we go. Uh, 11th among all shortstops, 735 hmm. in 2019. But it's just a, a fun question to throw out there again. And it just speaks to the fact that, again, Wander Franco and so many other prospects – Need more development with that. Also got a, an email from Chase Ross saying, I am not worried. Uh, I think it will be a nice weekend at home with the fans back in attendance. Certainly well, hope so. We definitely know how Chase was right on his predictions last year. Yeah. So I hope you're right, uh, Chase, because I'm going to a couple games this weekend. So 
that should be fun. There we go. The the Ulysses bump there at the trough. <laughs> Your cheering will be heard will you- loud and clear. Yeah. Yeah, make sure to uh, your volume is set up real high on your TV so you can hear my yells, okay? Will do, will do. Hey, I should be able to pick you out in the crowd with some 9,000 fans if they do kind of a panorama <laughs> uh, version there with that. Okay, uh, this episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download. And once you're in, you can talk with me, Ulysses, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. We will be hosting rooms for Locked On once a week. And yes, that means you can finally join in on the conversation you listen to here every day. So go download the free Locker Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices, and be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join uh, the right group, the MLB, the Rays group, for the latest league updates. Locker room, changing the way we talk sports. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. So whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always, always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? It just doesn't make any sense at all. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and be sure to write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you to the right place. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Okay, Ulysses, this is something we have been meaning to get, and uh, we're probably supposed to get to before the season started, but our long-awaited, much-anticipated prop bet scenarios that we will officially put on the record today and tomorrow. We'll have... uh, We'll throw about a a five pack at you today and another five or six pack at you tomorrow. And uh, what did we, we bet on whoever gets the most prop bets. Correct. I'll I'll buy you a case of beer or something. If I win, I I would love, you know, some hand rolled cigars or something along those lines, you know, something in the range of 25 to 30 bucks, I think is fair. Right. Yeah. Do you have a a favorite cigar or a a favorite place in Ebor? I'm guessing you go to Ebor for, for, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, really any place that does hand rolled cigars. I like the, quite frankly, I like the uh, Fidel Castro style ones, uh, long (laughs) ash in Ebor city. They're not an advertiser. They should be though. Uh, they Ooh. do. They do really, really good hand rolled cigars. You know what? So that might be the place. If you win, I'm gonna get one for myself too. There you go. There we go. We can, How about we that? Can enjoy it so, together. Um, yeah. Okay. First things. Let, let's get this off the table. Um, a couple months back, uh, now I I had said I had I had uh, I was pounding my fist on the table that Jake Odorizzi would wind up with the Blue Jays. That turned out not to happen. 
And mm-hmm. I think, you know, I said something along the lines, of, hey, we can make a prop bet, put it down on the table right now. I was very vociferous about it. And of course, he winds up signing with the Astros. So um, do you want this to count in your favor as a 1-0? Or uh, I mean, do you want to let I'm, that be a little kind of uh, primer preseason prop bet deal? You know, I, I, I don't know if I want to, uh, you know, really pull the trigger on this because it, it was a quirky prop bet. I think we said it and then the next day he signed. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, you know, I'm just going to keep this in the back pocket. It's okay. on the Google Drive. If I am losing by one, you better believe it. I am going right. to, uh, you know, use it. Okay. Well, I, I, well, I'd rather you not just, hey, you know, we're tied and then you decide to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. Okay, on or off? Is, is it on the table or off the table? I, I need it's an answer. It's on, baby. Now. It's okay, on. Okay, it's on. All right, you're already up 1-0. You're Let's already go. up 1-0 with that. Okay. Yeah. Um, then I might intru- have to introduce like a bonus prop bet tomorrow just to kind of eat the playing field. Okay. Yes. Um, all right, let's get to some of the ones uh, that, that we've locked in here. Uh, this has become an annual favorite. Will Mike Zanino hit over 200? I say yes. Wow. And you say no. Correct. I, I think he does it this year. I think he, he gets it done. I think he's Even going to be close. All the numbers close. say he won't. I but. think he's going to be close. I think he's going to be, you know, pulling a, a Yoshi uh, 2020. He's going to be at 197, 195. Ooh. I think he's going to be close, but uh, no cigar. You know, uh, it's not going to happen. Now, if it's one, if it's point. One nine nine five. Do I get the roundup to two hundred, or I guess they automatically round up, don't they? Exactly. If it's if okay. look, if it's if you go to MLB.com, we'll use MLB.com or Baseball Reference, whichever one you want. Fangraphs. If it says two hundred, well, actually, it says hit over two hundred. Okay. Um, how about two hundred and over? Can you give me that? Yes. Two hundred one. Okay. Thank Sold. You. There you go. Just to the Mendoza line. That that's Correct. Mike Zanino territory there. I should note. Uh, He's batting a cool 154 right now. Nice. Uh, it, it's funny. He actually hit 201 in 2018, 165 yeah. in 2019, and 147 in 2020. Uh, his strikeout rates just keep ballooning by the year. Let's hope that changes this year. Um, another one, Brendan McKay will get at least 10 plate appearances this year. I say no, you say yes. What is your you reasoning for this? I know I'm going to lose this one, but I just, okay. this is something fun. I think that I want to root for. I want to see Brendan McKay at the box. I know that there's already some, some race fans that saying, uh, no, are you insane? Just let the kid pitch and that's it. But man, I really do want that two way player to be a, 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 you know, wearing, wearing the blue and white. So I'm going to pull hard for this and I know that I'm going to be wrong and he might not even get one, but Hopefully he does give me the W here, but uh, yeah, I know this is a, a losing case. Look, I think it's one of those things where like, he's either going to get zero or he's going to get like 50. If they, if their intention oh, wow. is for him to get at bats, they're going to try to get him at bats. But I feel like all that he's dealt with in the past year, year and a half or so, like, and I know, Hey, hidden spring training, trying to work on the bat. But if they, I feel like, I mean, as the pitching stands right now, they probably are going to want him to to pitch and focus on <laughs> yeah. that and not take the risk of, again, freak injuries happen when you're at the plate. And maybe this is something where, okay, let's get your p- pitching back in style. And then, okay, let, let's look at the two-way thing for 2022. Let, let's make that right. a long-term focus as of right now where you're trying to manage and do both at the same time. Because there's, I mean, there's Shohei Otani that can do that. And that's, 
that's about it. And being able to stay healthy through that too is huge as well. Um, the other thing I'll note, it, it is funny because in, you know, you say 10 plate appearances in 2019, he threw 49 innings and had 11 plate appearances. And I could see him throwing, you know, 49, 50 innings or something like that this year, depending okay, on how things go, go with his uh, rehab and so forth. Okay. Uh, Rich Hill will be DFA'd before August. You believe that is going to happen. I do not think that's going to happen. This one is is funky because before August is what's getting me. Like, how big is that leash for Rich Hill to be successful with the race? And even if he's not successful as a starter slash bulk guy, you could stash him in the bullpen, couldn't you? And he's just right. your mop-up guy. Uh, when, when you're losing nine to two against the Red Sox in Fenway park in the fifth inning, you know, that's when you go, okay, Rich, here you go, pal, pal keep playing mm-hmm. baseball at 42. You know, um, I think you could do that. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with yes, just because, you know, this is a fun thing. I'm going, I'm, I'm, I'm being fun. Let's go. Yeah. I, I think you're, uh, look, I think maybe because of the, uh, the first start, it's a little bit of a recency bias there. Not a hundred percent. How's his arm going to hold up until. And again, so that I will win this prop bet if he gets traded or if he's stashed away on the injured list, like, because that technically it's not like this isn't a certain, the question is, will he be DFA'd before August? It, oh that's, that's the, scenario. okay, wait, hold on. So, okay. Wait. So let, let's do an addendum here. Just like the 200 or higher. I'm, I'm, I want an addendum here that if he is traded before August, then this is moot. This is a moot point. Okay, I'll give you, you that. But if he's or, on the injured list, but if he's on the team on the injured list, that still counts. This isn't an fair. innings thing. So, okay. Let's go. Yeah, let's do that. All right. So basically, he won't be, he wouldn't be on the team uh, after August. Okay, I got you Correct. there. All right, here's one. Uh, three, at least three raised players will garner MVP votes. Mm-hmm. You believe this will happen. You say yes. I say no. And I say no for a couple reasons. One, when is the last time that three raised players collectively probably never garnered MVP <laughs> votes? That's one. And that also speaks to the fact of maybe some who votes on these things, the writers. Yes. Okay. You know, some, some built in bias there. Uh, and it's just, it's very hard for even a team as an organization as good as the Rays to get three MVP caliber players clicking all at the same time during the same season. I, I don't doubt that the Rays have, you know, several MVP vote quality players. It's just about uh, can, are, can they all stay healthy? Can they all be? At, can they all play at their potential for an entire one sixty two game season yeah. in the same year? And so, so, yes, you're again, I think you you have the rational, uh, you know, side to 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 your answer here. Yes, I think I think you're closer to what's going to happen. However, this is why I'm saying yes. I'm looking at three guys, Randy Arozarena, Austin Meadows and Brendan Lau. We've seen Austin Meadows and Brendan Lau go off in a regular season. We have seen Randy do it you know, as a, uh, as a postseason guy, not, not that his regular season wasn't any, mm-hmm. anything too shabby, but he was really good. So I'm going, if those three guys can collectively stay healthy, 
if they just stay healthy, I really do think that they could put up some numbers that, you know, maybe Mark Topkin throws a bone to, to Randy and Lau and then some, and, 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 then uh, John Romano gives, you know, right. a, another bone to the other guy. So as long as they have one MVP vote, that's true. Yes. 10th as a 13th place MVP guy, 18th MVP guy. It doesn't matter. That's an MVP vote. Well, now glass now could get MVP votes. Could he not? So yes, he could. Yes, he could. Honestly, I, w- I would see glass now in one of those three you name, but that's still two. That that's, I, yeah. I see two. I think getting three to me is a little bit challenging there. And this again, um, okay. I mean, it depends what metrics they're measuring on. This isn't silver slugger. Like I, I just watched Austin Meadows uh, look I mean, some of the worst outfield play we've seen, and like that already removes. Like Tompkins saw that play, Romano saw that play, the the Red Sox beat reporters saw that play, saw those plays. So hundred percent. But and okay. then Brandon Lau staying healthy, and you know you have those those questions too. Would your answer change if it was two race players instead of three? Yeah, it, it would. I mean, that, that third one, I think, makes the difference. But again, okay. on, on paper here, it says, yeah. So Yeah, let's leave it at we're, we're not making, we, we can't make a whole bunch of changes. These are, these are posted on the Google Docs here. We got to go. That's right. I mean, if, if we're going to, this isn't a, a council meeting where we're deliberating and <sighs> debating. Fair. And, you know, these are the things where the, the, the prop bets that we disagree on, there's, there's several other, you know, aspects out there, uh, other things we agree upon like uh yes. you know we'll raise pitcher throw over 145 innings we both believe that'll happen but these are the ones we th- this is for big Purposes. prize money here case yeah. of beer right. the okay, guards. okay. Uh, last one we'll then. do okay. yeah last one we'll do for today uh okay. and then we'll get to the rest tomorrow uh the yankees win the 2021 al east crown i believe it will happen this year ulysses you do not believe it will happen uh if not the yankees then who well, guess what? You remember all the bashing I did, people, like 10 minutes ago about the Rays and uh-huh. you know, all that? That's because right now they look bad. But I don't think this team is bad. I think this team is really talented. And I think that the young arms are going to inject some really good production by June time. So I do think that the Rays still have a shot at the AL East crown because I think the depth is really going to be important to get that AL East crown. I don't believe in the Yankees depth as much as I believe in the Rays depth. So that is why I do not believe that the Yankees will win the AL East. And again, we say it could be very close. And again, I'm kind of like, it's weird because with these prop bets, I'm sort of betting against the Rays in a (laughs) sense, but I also see how challenging some of these can be as well. So again, uh, for, for you listeners out there, root for Mike Zanino to hit 200 no. or greater <laughs> root for Brendan McKay to have less than 10 plate appearances Ooh. root for Rich Hill to be on the team <laughs> through August and beyond root for, this? uh, two this or is... fewer raised players to get MVP votes. And I Propaganda. hate to say it, but root for the Yankees to win the ALEs crown, put the race Ooh. to slide in and make the playoffs as a wild card. And there you go. You, you lost, you lost the listeners right there, man. You lost them. You know what we should do? We should put these five prop bets up on the Twitter page as a poll and see who uh, thinks, uh, you know, uh, is right on these. I think that's a great idea. We will yeah. have to do that for sure. Uh, bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football may be over, but the NBA MLB and NHL are in full swing 
Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV, real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's also free to sign up. So head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. And oh, yeah, remember, use that promo code locked on, L O C K E D O N. Okay, Ulysses, as we wrap up here, um, you're, you're a frequent visitor and reader of, of Fangraphs, the, the baseball analytical website, right? Yeah, it's actually one of my bookmarks on my, okay, great. On my browser, yeah. Uh, did you happen to see their crowdsourced radio broadcast crew rankings that were released this week? I did not. I did not. Ooh, okay. That is great. Okay. Well, I've got some digging for you and some little fun tidbits. Okay. Uh, we all know how much we love Andy Freed, Dave Wills, and Neil Salons. Uh, so they basically what they do and what they did is they they got all their readers and, uh, you know, people that frequent the website and, you know, listen to all these radio broadcasts to kind of vote and rank them based on analysis, charisma, coherence, and an overall school score. And then uh, so what they did was, you know, one by one, 30, 29, 28, all the way to number one, 30 being the worst broadcast crew in all of baseball number one being the best first off uh which crew do you think uh ranked 30th ranked dead last in all of baseball if you had to take a guess i'm gonna say it has to be a bad team because people don't like listening to a bad team so let's say the d oh no i was gonna say the tigers no the pittsburgh pirates uh you're actually on the right track there's some really like bad teams and bad organizations. And that makes sense that they, they just don't focus or do anything right. well. And the pirates didn't score uh, very well. I think they might've been like 25th or 26th or something like that. Mm-hmm. But this is, believe it or not, the New York Yankees, John Sterling, yes. Susan Waldman, nice. dead last. Yes. There he um, is. And, and what's, what's so great about this is they have like, I mean, their scores, um, like it's a, it's a lot of like threes, three and a half, like not good. Three, three out of 10, like, and, and oh what they do God. is, yeah. And, and they collate some, some of like the, the top comments. So mm-hmm. here's a couple of the, uh, the winners <laughs> here. Um, John and Susan are part of the fabric of the Yankees. I just wish I knew what was going on in the game more than half the time. Uh, another one for a team that purportedly has one of the better analytical departments in the game. I've never heard a set of announcers more openly disparage their existence or application. Uh, it's really hard to tell the difference between a home run and a routine fly ball, but it's hard to imagine games without them. And you know, there's some other comments there too. Okay. Now, okay. The Tampa Bay Rays, our hometown team. Uh, we, well, we know they're not 30th. Right. Um, and we know they're not, uh, I'm not going to say anymore. Uh, they're sure. either they're, they're between one and 29. Where do you think they rank in this uh, series here? Um, I'm going to go conservatively uh, on this. I'm going to go with number eight, but I think they're better you, than that. I'll give you one more guess. You think they're better than that? Sure. Guess yeah, that I way. do. 
Okay. I'm going with number three. Number two. Yeah. Second best. That's awesome. That dude, they're really enjoyable. They know yes. the team, Dave and Andy. I mean, you, you, you know, in my college days, I used to be a delivery driver and yeah. I, 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 that's all I listened to. That's how I, I watched that whole season is, well, I actually didn't watch this season and I actually heard it. I listened to it and they make you feel like they're there. Neil is also such a great component of it. Uh, yeah. It's uh, it, uh look, we talked about it endlessly last year with the playoffs, right? It's such a, a shame that you don't get Dwayne and BA and Trisha, but at right. least you get Dave and Andy and you can sync it up with the audio because they're just that good. And I'm not surprised in the least that they're so high up there. Have you listened to any games or any portion of the games on the radio so far this season? Yes. Yesterday. Okay. Because it was on YouTube. Right. So then so, I, I had Dave and Andy. Yeah. What's amazing is that they are not on the road right now. They're broadcasting from the trop and it sounds yeah. like they are on the road. That's how good they are. I mean, there were some mix-ups with the, the Fenway park and whether it was a, you know, hit the, the green monster. That's impossible. They're, Hey, we're, they, they admitted it. They're like, the we're just going off the know. TV. Yeah. Like, yeah. but no, and that's how good those guys are. And, um, you know, one of the comments here, uh, they excel in old school analysis. You won't hear any advanced stats, but there's plenty of scouting comments on BP and interviews to keep you informed. Uh, here's one fun for a Yankee fan to listen to when they play Tampa, entertaining guys and true fans of the game. That that's really true. And that like, they really do love baseball and enjoy being around each other too, which I think is, is big as well, but they, they're entertainers too, though. Like they, yeah. they obviously give, give you baseball, but they entertain you. It's really, it's very difficult. Sometimes if you are not used to listening to the radio for, for baseball it can get a little bit like droning and, and yes. they are able to just bypass that. And, 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 and it's really nice, but I'll say this when you, when you say the chemistry, that's, I think the, the best thing about it, because right. I don't think you have to inundate people's ears with, with analysis and, and, and numbers, especially, okay, let's look at the analytics. They say that they don't, you know, maybe share as many uh, yeah. high res analytics, I, I do think that what they do is say they try to understand it. And, and, and that's what you can ask for. They're right. old time baseball guys, but they, they know what the Rays are doing is new. And I think that they're able to kind of massage the hard edges of the analytics for people that have no clue what they are. I think they do a good right. job at that. Yeah. They're basically, they are so good and so easy to listen to. They're basically doing like, a radio show while there's a game on in the background. Yes. <laughs> and you love hearing about their, you know, they, they, they throw in what's going on in their lives and what's going on throughout baseball. And it's, it's, it's really, I mean, clearly in, in their rating number two, they're, they're, they're widely respected with that. I'll, I'll also say that um, I can say that Andy Freed is a great guy. Uh, when I used to work at a local radio station here in town and we'd, you know, reach out for interviews and so forth. He's one of the few that, if he missed your call, he would leave you a detailed message and was wow. so sorry. I missed your call. Hey, reach out anytime. So on and so forth. Like he was That's awesome. so down to earth. And so like, Hey, here's my number. Like I can't say the same for some other guys out there. And I'm not, not going to mention their names. I've mentioned them before, but I'll just leave it at that. But okay. Uh, now finally I'm going yeah. along here, but if the Rays are number two, who is number one? 
And I will give you a hint. Okay. Le- legend. Legend. Movie. Oh, Milwaukee? Yes. Bob Euchre in the Milwaukee Brewers came in at right. number one. Even at his advanced age, apparently he's lost a little bit, which is understandable. Right. He's still, uh, still got it. Still got That's it. Awesome. So, very good. All right. Well, and, and I think um, they did one on the, the TV broadcast like late in 2020 and uh, Trisha, Brian and Dwayne, they came and they, they finished eighth, I think in the thing. So, Oh, maybe that's why I said eight. (laughs) first. (laughs) I think they do it every year too. Anyways, cause you know, things change around there with that. So, Hey, ending the show on a positive note that the Rays may not be number two in the power rankings right now, but in Uh radio broadcast power rankings, they're there number two. They're, like they're top five for sure with that. Okay, uh, that wraps up this edition of the Locked On Rays podcast. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episodes of the Locked On Today podcast and Locked On Fantasy Baseball podcast. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you on Friday. Come on.